Welcome to Caskets and Cocktails, Memoirs of a Cemetery Dude. Get ready for a hilarious dive into the world of death care where cemetery industry veteran Mr. Danny and his daughter Katie will answer all those crazy questions you've been dying to ask. Go ahead and pour yourself a drink, pull up a rocking chair and get ready for some laughs because we guarantee caskets and cocktails will be the last ones to let you down. Danny Faulkner, I'm her daddy. And welcome to Caskets and Cocktails. So what do you guys think? What do you think about our new opener? I like it. It sounds awesome, doesn't it? Yeah, it makes us sound so professional. I know. He doesn't sound very much like us, though, huh? No, he's, not, he's not from around here, as I don't, we say. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> but, guys, we have an awesome show in store for you, and we're just going to hop in and get started. Sure. We got an email from Sarah in... Australia. Adelaide. Adelaide, Australia. I think that's how you say it. I don't speak Australian. I don't speak Australian very well. <laughs> but her email, she was wanting to know a story that has kind of stuck with you. She said that she loves the Barker story, the the fights by the graveside. She said they're just completely unbelievable, which I would agree. Uh, it, it, honestly, it sounds sometimes like this is a fiction podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, life is funnier than fiction. That's true. <laughs> that is true. But she just wanted to know a story that has stuck with you over the years. Do you have like one or two you could maybe share with us? Yeah. Yeah. I think. I've got a one in particular that really taught me a good lesson when I bought my cemeteries. Uh, we uh, did the interment authorization with the family on burying this guy. He was a young fellow. Uh, I'm say young. He was in his 50s. Uh-huh. And he died. And uh, nobody... <laughs> he was dead before yeah, you buried him. <laughs> yeah, right. And uh, uh, I didn't ask any questions because I didn't want to get too personal. Okay. And the funeral director... Is that standard? Like, uh, you just don't ask? Yeah, you, there's a lot of things you just don't ask. You know, uh-huh. like, how did you? Die? How did he die? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, you don't ask all that kind of stuff. You ask the funeral director because he'll tell you. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> I asked the uh, funeral director didn't say anything to me about it. So anyway, so we get the grave ready and all this sort of thing. Well, they show, they show up with this behemoth. Uh-oh. This guy was 700 pounds. <gasps> he, ca- he, ca- he filled the whole back of the hearse up. I mean, they could barely get that casket in the hearse. Oh, my gosh. We had 12 guys carry that guy to the grave. Well, the lowering oh device goodness. that lowers the casket down, yeah. it was not big enough to put that casket through <gasps> there. The, the vault that we had set in the ground was not big enough. Oh, you're kidding. The grave space was not big enough. So we had to wait till after the service was over. Uh-huh. We we got the backhoe, put chains on it, Were you on scared? the casket. I have a question. Did uh, you put the, you know how like a lot of times the lowering device and then uh, the casket sits on top of the yeah, hole? Yeah, yeah, right. Did you set it on that? We during did. The, the, I would be scared it would fall through no no it wouldn't I, okay. I mean it hung over the edge okay okay you know i mean if if 
anything, it would break the lower end of the ice uh-huh. with that much weight on it. But uh, anyway, we pulled him off, set him aside, had to put, tear everything down. We had to pull that vault out. Was oh, the family still there? No, no. Did you no, they wait had, until they left? Yeah, I waited for them to leave and asked funeral director to please get them out of here So, because uh-huh. i got to redo this whole damn thing. So we had to pull the vault out, redig the grave, uh-huh. which which w- encroached into another grave. Right. And uh, ordered a oversized vault. They brought the oversized vault. How in. long does that take? Though? It took about uh, two hours for the vault oh, to get there. I was thinking it'd take like a couple of days. No, no, no. The vaults are made generally made. In metropolitan areas uh-huh. to where they can monitor or they can service. Get real quick. Yeah, they can service in just a matter of few hours, you know, the surrounding uh-huh. area. And uh, so, anyway, they brought that in and we got it all done and got him buried. But I lost a lot of money on that one. Yeah, it and sounds like it. So, from now, at that point forward, uh-huh. I always ask the families... Do you know what size casket he's in? Well, the most of the family say, no, we don't know. Uh-huh. Uh, <clears throat> but if he's a big boy, they'll always say, well, it's oversized. He was a big boy. Oh, okay. okay. And so, so that's like the nice way to yes. kind of approach it. What? Because I was going to ask, like, yeah. how do you even a- approach the family with that? Like, If you say that, then if it's oversized, they know it's oversized. Uh-huh. And they'll tell you that it's oversized. Uh-huh. And then what I do is call the funeral director and, and say, how big a boy is he? Uh-huh. And he'll say, you know, 500 pounds or 600 yeah. pounds or whatever. It's just, and I don't know if it's the foods that we eat or the society that we live in or what, but we have huge people uh-huh. out there. Uh-huh. And, of course, they die in their 50s. Yeah. You know, yeah. Or, or earlier. Uh-huh. Uh, but uh, it's it's amazing how people can get that big, uh-huh. you know, right. and then all of the things that you have to do to accommodate them when they die. Yeah, you yeah. know that that you don't that don't come up during say a normal sized person. Yeah, and you don't want to be rude and like make people feel bad because well, you know it's, you a, know, it's, it's the same thing with tall people. Yeah. Oh. Like seven footers. Oh, wow. I didn't you know, think about that. Yeah. It's the same thing. If there's seven foot or so, I mean, you, you're into a whole different dynamic yeah. as far as burying is Instead concerned. Instead of burying, having to get two plots side by side, I guess it's two end to end. Just about. <laughs> just about right. Wow. But you just got to make sure that you dig the grave. You know, there's always a little space left in a grave. Yeah. But in some of these cases, you have to make sure you dig every bit of that grave out to accommodate the casket. You got to get the measurements of the casket and all that sort of stuff. And then you got to order the uh, either an oversized or a long vault Uh that the casket will fit in. And then do you just... Use the backhoe to lower them in? Because I guess your equipment isn't... Our equipment's not designed for that. I mean, you know, we can get somebody, say, 6'10", 6'11", 
you know, 350 pounds, 400 pounds, something like that, that's not a problem. Yeah. But when you're seven foot two and uh, you weigh 700 pounds, yeah. that's a problem. Yeah. That's yeah. a problem. What? And the family knows that they're giants. Uh huh. And they, uh, you don't want to beat them up about it. Right. But, right. but, they need to be made aware that there's some extra expense involved there. Yeah. And they, I'm sure they understand that. Yeah. So, yeah. you know. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's a, that sounds like a. Well, it's something people a, don't ever think about. I, I would never have thought about that, yeah. to be honest with you. Like, it would not have even crossed my mind. Yeah. Next time uh, somebody out there is getting my big cheeseburger, think about that. <laughs> Note to self, I need to start trimming it up before, <laughs> yeah. before it's too late. Yeah. If you're super cheap, get skinny. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Get skinny so you don't have to pay the God. burying man. Wow, wow. That Now, that's a story that stands out for sure. Yeah, well, it, it sure educated me. Yeah, and there's nothing like a little financial impact to, to make you remember something, exactly I guess. That's exactly right. Yeah, that's when exactly it hits right. your pocket, that's, that's a whole new ball game. Uh-huh. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. But you know, the thing there is uh, so much goes on that people don't really think about. Right. You know, you you're thinking in terms of mama dying. Yeah. And you're devastated. Yeah. And you're crying and da 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 da. Right. Uh, you don't care about the mechanics. You just want it to happen. Uh huh. Okay? Uh huh. And. Uh, over the years, in my world, I kind of stand back and uh-huh. observe everything and see the uh, dynamics of a family, uh-huh. uh, see what's going on uh, as far as relationships are concerned. Right. And, uh, and not everybody mourns like you mourn. Right. You know, uh, not everybody... Well, c- kind of like when you were saying in one of our other episodes about family members defacing the grave. That yeah, yeah. really blew me away. Yeah. And oh, I yeah. guess I'd never really thought about stuff like this, like someone that's too big or mourning in different ways. I just assume everybody's well, sad. We had a guy that was a big uh, car dealer, uh-huh. and he had an airplane. Okay. And uh, him and a buddy of his. We're coming back from somewhere. I don't uh-huh. know where. Anyway, they had an airplane crash, and Oof. everybody died. Oof. It was like three or four that, of them, something like awful. that. Yeah, it was awful. But uh, his brother came in uh-huh. and signed the authorization, paid the opening, closing, mm-hmm. and all this sort of stuff. And so the day of the burial, which was, I guess, four days after he died. Yeah. Uh, and that's not, that's, that's a pretty traumatic Yeah, ending. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, because it's not like he was sick or, sick or anything yeah. like that or, or he injured himself or right. anything like that. It was, it was an accident. Straight up plane crash. Right. Oof. And uh, anyway, so the, the, because he, because he was, uh, I guess, a wealthy individual. Uh-huh. They rented several of the family cars, limousines, uh-huh. and they all pulled up. And and I was standing there waiting on everybody to come in, and <laughs> uh, the door opens, and uh, 
this guy's wife uh-huh. is the first one out of the back seat. Uh-huh. And she's got on a f- white fringed uh, leather miniskirt. Oh, oh. Yeah. Oh, and, oh my. Uh, and white <laughs> cowgirl boots. That is not what I was expecting <laughs> you to say at all. And... Uh, she had a white uh, sequenced vest on uh-huh. and a great big white sequenced cowboy hat. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Was she Dolly Parton? Who she, was she? She was... Close? She was close. <laughs> she was... Uh, she had the operation to trying to get to be oh, Dolly yeah, Parton. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, she had uh, all the makeup on. I mean, she was... She was One hot mama. And... Uh, out from behind her, be damned, her daughter comes out, and she was dressed just like her oh mom. Oh, my God. And, and oh, it, my God. And it was kind of, and they were kind of acting like, you know, this is, I, I'm really got an appointment. Yeah. I, we, we, really like, need, we need to go see yeah. karaoke right now. Because <laughs> we, you know, we're dressed up. Yeah. <laughs> we might as well go to happy hour. <laughs> Uh, but oh they God. were they both seemed kind of bothered about the whole thing. Oh, yeah. They weren't and, real broke up about the plane crash. It no, sounds they like. were ready to go somewhere else and start a new life. Oh my god. Real quick. I bet they were real rich then. Oh, I imagine so. She probably got that check. She was like, I've always wanted a, yeah. a leather mini skirt. <laughs> Now's she, my chance. <laughs> she they were either headed to Vegas or Nashville. Yeah. I'm not sure where. But uh Wherever she went, I'm sure she made a statement. Yeah. But that was, I guess, you know, just because they're married, just because they're your daddy, that doesn't necessarily mean that you're devastated. Yeah, apparently not. Yeah. That is super interesting. So, Sarah, I think he did a great job at answering (laughs) your question with those two stories because, you know, it's one of those things that I would never think about. Someone being too big. I wouldn't think about someone not mourning. And yet that kind of stands out in your mind. Yeah, those events like that, you know, kind of teach you a lesson. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I hope that answered your question. One of her other questions was to me, actually. I haven't gotten a question yet. So, (laughs) But she asked me what story of yours stands out in my mind. And I think the biker gang one that we covered in episode one is like my most epic story that you have told. I've heard that one throughout the years. But Uh. what I loved about our podcast was I've heard it, but at the same time... I, I don't think I knew all the details. Uh-huh. And so I just love that one. So if you guys haven't listened to episode one, do, go out there and check it out. Um, I think it's called uh, Biker Gangs Love Seersuckers and Bowties, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what you called it. I think that's but, what it's called. But uh, that, was a, that was a very interesting experience yeah. for me. So that one is the one that stood out in my mind. It's probably one of my favorites. Yeah. Thanks, Sarah. And tell, I cannot believe that we have fans in Australia. Tell everybody we said good day. <laughs> So we got another email question from a fellow podcaster, and I'm a, a big fan of this show. I think it is so good. Kathy over at Haunting History Podcast. 
podcast, emailed us. And she is just like really bothered by the fact that we don't know who the person is um, that you talked about in our Halloween episode about the helpful ghost. Uh And um, she actually is a a researcher and she goes out and she researches and stuff like that. So I'm going to send her the information for the cemetery and see if she could figure out who it is. Uh Um, Have you ever had researchers or paranormal researchers approach you about doing stuff in one of your cemeteries? Well, there's a group called Find a Grave, mm-hmm. and uh, it's nationwide, and it's all volunteers, mm-hmm. and uh, what happens is you want to find Uncle Junior's grave, mm-hmm. and he's buried outside of Gatlinburg. Mm-hmm. Well, they call, you email them and say, give them the information. Uh-huh. They will call the cemeteries in that area and say, do you have Uncle Junior? Uh-huh. And uh, if they say, yeah, we do, and uh, a volunteer will go in and take a picture, uh-huh. and then it'll put on their website to where you can look on their website and see Uncle Junior's grave. Mm-hmm. Now, that's... Uh, one kind of research. And that's just like your basic kind of ancestry type of Correct. research, right? Correct. It's nothing creepy no, or no, no, no. something like now, that. Now, we have had several times in several of the cemeteries that I have been associated with, uh, people come in to want to do paranormal uh-huh. research at the cemetery. Uh-huh. And... Unfortunately, we can't allow that sort of thing because of how it will affect the other people, the surviving spouses or family members of the people that that. are buried. Some people may be offended. Yeah, I would Uh, not want to know that my loved one was hanging out at a cemetery in the spirit realm. That would really freak me out. Yeah. Well, see, you know, and I don't understand that. Yeah. Because if if I die suddenly or uh-huh. I die from a lengthy illness, whatever, when I die, when I go on, uh-huh. uh, I would think that my spirit would go back to a good place. I would hope so. I wouldn't think that my spirit, you know, like Our Town, the play Our Town uh-huh. yeah, yeah, is yeah. about a cemetery. Yeah. And all these spirits are hanging around the cemetery. Right. Well... I, I think that you go someplace that you're familiar with and not you're not hanging out in the cemetery. I, I mean, I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But obviously the one that for our holiday episode, uh-huh. we did have somebody hanging on. Yeah. Yeah. A, a former helpful florist or something. Yeah. <laughs> something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, that was awesome. I think that was really good. And at the end of this show, you can catch a preview um, or a promo of Kathy's show. And it is so good, you guys. She is an amazing researcher. So be sure to check it out. 
Um, also, be sure to follow us on social media. I can't, I, I want to hear what you guys think at the beginning of our show, our brand new kind of intro, don't you? Yeah, I do. I want to hear the feedback. I think it's like funky and fun, and we hope that you guys like it too. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and on Instagram at Caskets and Cocktails. And remember, we're on Twitter um, at Casket and Cocktail without the plural. Uh, we are just growing super fast. We keep quad like every time I look, our numbers are up and up and up and up. So that's so awesome. So you guys, get it, please share with your friends and family. We really, really appreciate it. Well, you know, I go. I told you about going to a restaurant and giving one of the ladies there yeah. a card. Well, I also gave it to the lady at my bank. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And. I went in there the next week or so, and she said, uh, "She said, Mr. Faulkner, she said, I love your podcast. Ah! She said, I made my husband listen to it. I made my son listen to it. I made my son-in-law listen to it. Uh-huh. She, said, she said, we just love it. Well, that's an example of letting somebody else know about it, yeah. and they enjoyed it, and they laughed for a little bit. That's awesome. That's awesome. We did get business cards. I'll have to post a picture because they're, I, I think they're super fun. And I'm oh, excited. Yeah. I've been handing them out. We've been giving them out to strangers. Yeah. So if you're one of the strangers who we randomly have, have talked to on the streets, we're, we're not super creepy. We wanted just to give you a card. We wanted to invite you to this party. Yeah. <laughs> well, guys, thank you so much for your support. I'm so glad I get to do this with you, Daddy. I'm glad I'm, I'm glad I get to do this. Yeah. And remember, over at Cutlets and Cocktails, we'll, we'll be, be the, the last ones to let you down. down. Welcome to Haunting History, the podcast that reaches back into the past for the events that shocked us. Tales of true crime, mystery, and the macabre. And when we're lucky, those stories where the past and the paranormal meet. Because who doesn't love a good ghost story, right? I'm your host, Kat, and joining me every week will be one of my co-hosts. Either Haley, my partner in every idea I have, or Tress, my lovely sidekick in all things paranormal. Join us this season as we discuss and share true accounts from all over Southern California and beyond. From haunted locations to newsworthy incidents and crimes that stunned us. We will dwell deep and find the people behind the headlines. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Haunting History Podcast. And rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen. Also, visit our website at hauntinghistorypodcast.com. Until next time, remember, the living are far scarier than any ghost. Katie, I saw on the, whatever it is, Facebook or whatever, uh-huh. you had a box. Yes. And you were shaking it. Yes. And you were just so happy to have gotten it. Now, was that the, our Killer Trace box? It is. Oh, my gosh. I'm so uh, obsessed. We got our second box this week. Oh, and man. it is awesome. Yeah. Um, when I open it up, it has just all sorts of cool things. I'm going to be posting a bunch of stuff on uh, social media from the box. Uh-huh. But I have to say... It's I, cheating to get other people to help, isn't it? Well, I, I don't know. I mean, I need some help because that's pretty pretty tricky. <laughs> I, I have discovered that I would not have been a good detective. <laughs> But I sure have a lot of fun doing it. Let's see. You wouldn't be a good murderer because you don't like blood. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. And you wouldn't be a good detective because it's a little bit 
It's kind of hard. Kind of hard. (laughs) But I have a lot of fun trying to figure out who the murderer is. And you can too. Um, For those of you at home, be sure to check out our partner, Killer Trace. Um, And and use code CAC2018. Again, that's CAC2018. And you have a chance to get your very own box the holidays are coming. Oh, that's a perfect Christmas present. It really is. And you get your box every month, and it's different, and it's fun, and it's just awesome. That's great. I'm glad you like it. Yeah, be sure to check out Killer Trace today. I can hardly wait for me to get that second box so I can start working on it. I know. <laughs> <laughs>